Welcome to the Women Who Code podcast. It's hard to imagine yourself in a career that you can't see. And when we think of tech, we tend to conjure up a male image and it gets much, much harder as you progress into leadership. It'd be quite lonely as there's fewer, fewer women. Um, we really need to challenge the male image of tech and attract more women. It's time for Women Who Code Conversations, a segment to hear from top technology professionals sitting down with a Women Who Code member to discuss real-world experiences in the industry. Hi, everyone. I'm Anna Story, software engineer and director of Women Who Code Boston Network. And today we have Christine Bleese from Block with us. Christine Bleese is the head of business advisory and technology for Block. Christine is a CPA accountant who specializes in transformation in the technology sector. Um, as the head of business advisory and technology for Block, Christine leads the advisory, technology, engineering, and data analytics teams. Paving a career in the male-dominated technology industry, Christine is passionate about diversity and inclusion, particularly when it comes to creating opportunities for women. Hi, Christine. Thank you for finding time to talk with us about your career path. Thank you, Anna. Started to be here. Yeah. Uh, can you tell us more about your career journey? Sure. Uh, my career journey hasn't been conventional. I actually started in psychology. My first degree is in psychology. I've always been fascinated by people, but um, I got to the end of that degree and realized clinical psychology just wasn't for me. Um, I then took an almost opposite direction. Uh, I did an accounting degree part-time while working as a tax accountant in a mid-tier firm. After my degree, I took my first accounting role in industry, which was then working for Australia's biggest telco, where I held various roles over seven to eight years. Um, I loved my time at Telstra, but I wanted more of a challenge and transformation was just becoming a thing. So I decided to give it a go. Um, since then, I've held various transformation roles in companies of varying sizes, but largely within the tech industry. One of my roles was a CFO of a professional services company, which led a large scale transformation uh, for British Telecom in London. Um, in 1998, I was approached by Luke Vitale, who was a then CFO of Afterpay, to lead Afterpay's operational excellence team, which largely focused on scaling the back office globally um, and across multiple different products. Um, I finally joined Block as part of the Afterpay acquisition uh, last year and was asked to lead business technology and enterprise engineering in addition to my operational excellence team. That's amazing. That is indeed unconventional. And what does your job entail day to day? The business advisory part of my role focuses on strategic transformation um, across a number of different teams inside Block. So accounting, finance, tax, treasury and procurement. Um, the team is largely uh, composed and focused on management consulting. Uh, we've got some transformation specialists, product managers, technologists and business analysts. The technology part of my team manages the back of house technologies, data and product engineering, and our BI platforms. Um, and look, leading such a diverse team for a company that moves so quickly, no one day is ever the same. Um, my role is all about enablement of my team, um, as well as always looking forward to make sure our company can scale. Mm -hmm. Makes sense. And as someone who manages multiple teams, uh, what advice do you have for women technologists who are considering senior management roles? Um, look, firstly and foremost, don't doubt yourself. Uh, I feel that women tend to hold back and be, can be quite self-critical compared to men. The women technologists and engineers in my team are so extremely talented. 
yeah, I see them doubt themselves and especially when they're showcasing their wins, they, they tend to hold back. Um, and look, I've seen this throughout my career. It's not just a block. Women tend to be less forward in putting themselves up for promotion. Um, they're less likely than men to take risks and they tend to only go for roles when they feel confident they can do most of the role. Um, and this has meant that I've seen really talented women hold themselves back while less experienced and talented men get the roles. You know, we hear about imposter syndrome and it's real and I find it disproportionately in women than men. Um, look, second is be your authentic self. The unique parts of who you are, you know, it's part of your success. And being authentic, you know, it builds trust because people know what to expect from you. I've worked with so many different female leaders that feel they can't be themselves um, and leaders that have adopted more masculine traits and it really hasn't served them in the longer term. Um, look, thirdly, find a great mentor. They're fantastic for all executives, but especially as a woman in tech, it's even more important to have somebody you can bounce ideas off. Um, and, you know, be a great role model. It's hard to imagine yourself in a career that you can't see. And when we think of tech, we tend to conjure up a male image and it gets much, much harder as you progress into leadership. It'd be quite lonely as there's fewer, fewer women. Um, we really need to challenge the male image of tech and attract more women. Yeah, yes to that. Um, in the work you do, it's important that your teams uh, be diverse and inclusive. How do you integrate diversity, equity, and inclusion into your teams? Great question. Um, having a diverse workforce is critical to one of any company's success. And we know from, from research that diverse teams, um, they solve problems better. They're more innovative. Um, and it's based on those multiple perspectives that comes from developing a team with varying backgrounds, cultures, and experience. Um, but my my experience is that diversity does come naturally, especially in tech. So we have to be really deliberate and keep it at the forefront of all of our decisions. For me, it means keeping in mind the natural biases that women tend to have um, when I'm having conversations about performance and promotions. Um, diversity also plays a big role when recruiting. I'm, I'm so deliberate with recruitment and I'm constantly challenging my hiring managers to ensure that we're hiring people from diverse backgrounds, as well as, of course, leaning towards hiring women. Um, and I also get involved in women's forums, both internal and external to block, and this is one of them. And I coach and mentor emerging female leaders as well. That's awesome. And how can women technologists use their expertise and translate it into innovative strategies for career growth? Um, look, as we progress through our career, we move from being a deep subject matter expert in delivery into leadership. You know, the focus has to change, has to you know, move to a more strategic focus. And it's a fundamental shift that I've watched many, both men and women, not just women, struggle with. But I do think women tend to find the transition harder for the reasons that we've already spoken about. You know, men are more open to taking risks. Women tend to want everything in place before they commit. And women tend to be more self-critical. Um, also, as we go up in our career and move into leadership, we also need to get comfortable with directing others and setting a vision. And I've really seen women struggle with this they tend to be less comfortable being assertive and being authentic. But if you're progressing through your career, it's because you've earned it. So just keep that in mind. Yeah. How can women navigate change management at every level of their career? I actually speak to my team a lot about this. Uh, the ability to deal with ambiguity and change can be a key differentiator in your career. We see it in the corporate landscape, right? It's changed where companies that move fastest and adapt readily are the most successful. And it's the same as a professional individual. The most successful people I know adapt to change readily. They take measured risks and they're resilient. 
Um, but if I think about some of the ways that I deal with change, I'm naturally curious and always seek to understand why, and I'm open to a new perspective. I try to avoid making assumptions and instead just ask loads of questions and listen. Um, I focus on the opportunities that change brings rather than allowing myself to, to dwell on any of the negatives or the challenges that I see. And if I'm not feeling positive about a change, I test my perspective. I've got some great colleagues that you know, I trust and if I'm feeling not so great, I have a conversation with them and you know, generally they'll open, or open up my perspective or they'll just highlight where I might be a bit narrow in my thinking. Um, and I also try not to focus what's not immediately in my control. Um, I can't worry about things that aren't in my control. It's just not a good use of emotional energy. Yeah, I love your approach. Uh, what about what are you passionate about outside of work? Uh, outside of work, I am mum to fifteen-year-old who faces the center of my world, and I try and spend as much time as possible with him away from the laptop. Uh, Cooper is actually high-functioning autism, and so I'm really passionate about neurodiversity, as I am about gender diversity, uh, and I get involved in a lot of various organisations to try and promote better awareness and understanding of people that are non-neurotypical. Uh, I also play the piano. It's a great type of meditation for me and pretty much anything outdoors. I love mountain bike riding, hiking, running. Um, and look, finally, I love traveling and I've been really lucky in my career to have global roles where I can travel the world. And as hard as it is with such a big role, I try and just find gaps or try and add some days on at the end of travel uh, to do something new and visit somewhere new. That's amazing. I love that. And um, what Pro tip, um, would you give women in tech? Believe in yourself. Um, and I have to check in with myself on this all the time. Uh, you know, you have a seat at the table, take it. Don't be afraid to speak up and share your knowledge and share your opinion. Um, and be prepared to take risks. Don't put fear of failure first because failure is part of growing. Um, also help other women. <laughs> be willing to promote and reward and highlight the work of other women. And this is going to be so much more important when you get into a leadership position, when you have influence over who is hired, who was promoted. Um, we do want the best people in the job. But, you know, keep in mind the biases that women tend to have compared to men and, you know, look for opportunities to test those biases. Amazing. Uh, well, um, Christine, thank you so much for speaking with us today. Um, it's been a pleasure. Thank you, Anna. I uh, really appreciated the, the time. for listening to the Women Who Code podcast. To find out more about our mission and the work we do across the tech industry, visit our website, womenwhocode.com. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Women Who Code. Be sure to check out our YouTube channel with hundreds of hours of free educational videos. Just go to youtube.com backslash women who code. Thanks again for listening. And remember to subscribe, rate and comment.